This podcast is intended for educational and informational purposes only and does not constitute medical or other professional health care advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please be sure you're seeking advice from a qualified healthcare professional. If you are located in the United States and are experiencing a mental health emergency, please call and text the new 988 number for mental health support. Welcome all survivors, helpers, and allies of sexual trauma. This is the FOF podcast where we help match you with resources for your sexual trauma healing journey to increase your confidence and handle life the freak out free way. We are Claire Horner and Dr. Sadal Jones, two sexual trauma specialists and resource matchmakers committed to your healing and ours. Healing from sexual trauma is hard enough. As warriors and helpers, we are creating a space where we can all learn, grow, and become confident living unstuck after sexual trauma. But we can get stuck in the healing. We need to know the way out. This podcast matches you with resources for sexual trauma healing to increase your confidence and handle life the freak out free way. Let's do that together. The freak out free way on the FOF podcast. Our guest today is professional storyteller and host of the Preacher Boys podcast, Eric Skarzynski, who speaks to survivors about how to listen to his podcast and approach the Facebook group. Okay, so this is the Freak Out Free podcast. So, Eric, how can we use the resources that you provide through social media, through your podcast, through Facebook? through all the different arenas that you provide resources in a freak out free way. How do people approach your resources in a way that is best for them? The best thing that I offer through the Preacher Boys podcast and all the content that I'm putting out there is it gives people a chance to experience, you know, conversations that they're having likely inside of themselves. They're having discussions and inner monologues that are telling them certain things. So hearing other people voice that specifically survivors of sexual abuse and trauma, um, it's very helpful. And then listening to experts who are giving actual tools for breaking those down or understanding the environments that they've been in is really helpful. When you mentioned like a freak out free situation, like a lot of times it's not so much what you're listening to. It's like choosing not to listen to certain things. And I've told a lot of people that have messaged me and said, your show's just been a, a lot for me right now, or your group has been a lot for me to handle right now. Like I'm the first one to say, okay, go ahead and leave the group and you can come back whenever you want, or feel free to stop listening to podcasts, you know, just leave a five-star review before you do that. You know, like we're good to go. Those sorts of things really just go back to like, I think using what's beneficial to you and leaving the rest. And it's important when you're looking at any resource to know that no one resource is going to be a catch-all for everything you're feeling and experiencing, especially with the internet now. It's a buffet of options to choose what's going to help best help you. And also, as you grow, you're going to have certain podcasts or books or resources that are very valuable for certain sprints of your life. Uh, but if you get to a point where you want something else, or you want to listen to another expert, or you need someone to take you to that next step, allow yourself to do that. The first thing you listen to doesn't have to be the last thing you listen to. Um, and so I would just say with my podcast or with my resources, like just curate 
and decide what's helpful to you. And if nothing I talk about resonates, or if some of it does, like pick and choose what's best for you. And again, I'll be the first person to tell people like, I've probably asked more people to leave my group based on their conversations than than people have angrily shut the door and left the group. You know, it's just been, hey, this doesn't help me anymore. Or hey, I've dealt with this, or hey, I don't want to keep thinking about religious trauma. <laughs> great. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's great. That's a really healthy place to be. Like go on to your next steps. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that we got to share this time together. But yeah, I would just say just curate it in a in a really healthy way. Mm, I love that. I love that. Are there specific populations that you feel like the podcast or your Facebook group are best for? I would say the Preacher Boys podcast or YouTube channel would be best for anyone who's experienced religious trauma. Specifically, I would say, you know, it's primarily independent fundamental Baptist, which is a very small sliver of that world. But I have people that reach out who are Catholic or Pentecostal who say, Mm -hmm. we use different words, but all this same stuff has happened in our congregation or with our leaders. And Mm -hmm. so I think it'll be really helpful to any of those people. And I would also say it's also helpful to people who are wanting to understand that world a little bit, because I've had people who listen, who say, I married into a family that's like this, or I married into a family where my wife struggles with this or, you know, and at that point I would say it's probably helpful, but honestly, some of the guests I interview would be interesting at least to most people or you know, they might have certain guests that would really help them through a certain area. So like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've had guests talk about purity culture and the shame associated with it. That mm-hmm. might be helpful. I've had people come on and talk about Christian nationalism. So someone trying to understand the political climate might find that episode interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would say the main demographic would be people who have exited or uh, yeah, exited toxic religious surroundings. But again, it could be applicable to anybody who's been in a, a high control group, you know, like Nexium style or, you know, mm-hmm. a tough corporate environment. Like you can, you can address it that way and it would be helpful. That's great. Is there anything else? Are there any questions? I know we're kind of hitting this again and again, but I think this is really important. And, and the way you say things in one way might speak to one person and the way you say it in a different way or answer a different question might, might resonate with someone else. Is there a question or questions that someone might ask themselves when deciding whether to engage, you know, whether it's where they are in their process or does that make you think of anything? Cause it's one of those things again, like now I feel like my brain's kind of on autopilot on some of that where like, mm. I just, <laughs> I said, mm. I use my gut a lot <laughs> for that stuff. Mm. Sure. Um, I mean, I would just say this simple, like, how do I feel listening to this? Or like, what do I, what do I benefit listening to this? One thing that I've noticed with a lot of podcasts and advocacy pages, you know, and some have leveled this accusation against me and I don't. I don't know that it's necessarily usually intent of the creator. I think it just depends on your capacity for some of this, but like you can listen to things where it literally is just for lack of a better term, trauma porn, where it's like, yes. I'm listening to really heavy, like yes. a lot of this. why I don't listen to true crime because I think mm-hmm. that's what it is, mm-hmm. you know, or listening to someone's story in detail can be really heavy. And so mm-hmm. I would say if you're listening, you just feel disturbed the whole time there's a place for that. And there's people I want to listen to be disturbed. So they'll take action or they'll Mm. address it. But Mm -hmm. for survivors, like 
is that a healthy place for you to be? And I can't answer that question for you because mm-hmm. for some, they say that's very good to hear that. That's very cathartic to hear that for others. They don't want to hear, you know, they don't want to even hear a conversation about assault, you know, and that's, that's also a totally acceptable feeling. So I would say just gauge how you're feeling when you're consuming whatever piece of material that is, whether it's mine, whether it's any other resource out there. And if it's not bringing you any positive benefit, you can set it aside and come back to it later. You can discard it. You can look for someone else. Like, again, I mentioned tone. Like if you don't like the tone of my show, there are other great shows that cover very similar topics and some are harsher and some, you know, some, they, they laugh and cuss about trauma and, and, you know, that helps some people and some are very clinical and they won't talk about, you know, certain words that are going to be heavy and triggering. So find what fits for you and take that. And again, it mm-hmm. goes back to curation. Like, again, I don't listen to true crime. I don't watch a lot of true crime documentaries. I don't watch, honestly, it makes people laugh because they'll send me all these documentaries about religious abuse. I'm like, I'm good. I have that. <laughs> I have that covered. Yeah. Like I've got plenty <laughs> of content around that. Mm-hmm. So you just have to know for you um, and what what's serving you is really important. Like what is actually helping you you know, again, there's no one size fits all everyone. I, I've heard people like everyone needs to read when the body keeps the score, you know, and then I talked to survivors who were like, that was the most triggering book ever. Cause it goes into detail about all these situations. Like, exactly. okay, don't mm-hmm. read it. It mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's a bad book or it doesn't, you know what I mean? It, or it doesn't mean it's yeah. the perfect book you need to follow. Like, is it working for you? Yeah. You know, and, and have that dialogue with yourself. This is the bigger conversation of conversation or point that you are your own best resource to decide for yourself what is best. And trauma often makes us feel like we're off the rails and can't make that decision. And, Mm -hmm. you know, our hope is that as we talk about these things, that that will be part of what helps you get back on is tapping into yourself and and listening. And that's what I hear you saying is, is listen in, listen into what's best for you. Yeah, trust your instinct and your gut, intuition, whatever, whatever you want to call it. It's that's important. You know, just trust yourself. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Follow or subscribe for notifications to upcoming freakout free resources. If you think this episode would benefit an online community where you are a member, please share with your Discord, Facebook groups, or social media. Be sure to have the admin get in touch to see if they would be a good fit as a future guest. Community often helps our healing.